we got two five-star reviews on apple i think one of them was me i know but the other one wasn't me which mean there it was emily <laughs> i will take that anyways that is one person that isn't the both of us that decided they could rate us five stars so you know what? i'll take yes. it i'll take it well she rated it before she listened to it but it doesn't matter she's already she okay. can't take it back actually she might be able no, to fake. but it doesn't matter no she can't she's not allowed <laughs> forbidden my whole family found out that the podcast dropped oh yeah oh my goodness is that why we had a download from like germany i don't think so we had a download from germany yeah we did that's cool as hell yeah on our rss feed i thought that was that is so neat oh my god no um no i literally like so my my whole family has been here for Easter, like the whole family. My grandma from England came in, um, and my aunt, my uncle, and my cousin came in, and we spent Easter together, right? And so I get there, like, mm-hmm. to see everybody at my parents' house, and I walk in. My mom straight up was like, so I told everybody that your podcast dropped, and I was like, how did you know I didn't even <gasps> tell you that my podcast dropped? <laughs> how did she know that? I th- I don't know. I think it. she either, I don't know if she looked for it or if it just, honestly, like, she might have just looked for it, but it would be so cool if it just happened to pop up on her Spotify, but she saw it right. on Spotify, um, and, and then proceeded to tell everybody about yes, it, so I which had, is what like, you want, but it's also like, oh, yeah, no. so I had, like, a, a mad fear, um, like, super pumped, but also, like, oh, let me just rethink everything I've ever said on the air, right? And so I said that out loud, and my mom was like, are you talking shit about your family? And I was like, no, I'm not. No. <laughs> I swear I'm not. <laughs> I'm just now very self-conscious about everything that's come out of my mouth. I said bad um, words on here. Yeah. <laughs> and then my dad listened to it. Yeah. Um. So that was interesting. Also, like, mad shout-out to uh, my Aunt Catherine. I told her I was going to shout her out. And so, hi, Aunt Catherine. Um, thanks for listening. She promised me that she would listen at least up to this episode. So hopefully she's liking <laughs> it enough to continue to listen. But yeah, so that's that's exciting. That was cool. It is neat that people are listening. It's it's a very surreal feeling. On the one hand, like I'm absolutely like I think that's so cool. Like I'm pumped. Um mm-hmm. but it is like very weird to be like, oh, oh you're gonna listen to me at work you're gonna listen to me talk and you're either gonna love it or hate it they're not gonna tell me if they hate it that's no your family's not but other people will yeah but the brights my family can't tell me that they hate it um and they're also obligated to leave me a five-star review also i have beef with snapchat this week do you want to know why yes because i guess keep getting getting notifications saying do you want to know um or what going you were like doing five yeah, years ago just remember what you were doing five oh years ago God. i got one the other day that said do you remember what you were doing six years ago today i almost threw no my phone. and i don't care i first off i don't like the accusatory tone i don't like do you remember what you were do- no no i don't Leave never me alone. i never do second six years ago oh it hurts what have i had this app i feel old oh as it hurts it's painful six you t- 
<sighs> I'm not okay with it. Absolutely disgusted. Also, my child pissed on the floor earlier. <laughs> <laughs> and there's your cold open. Also, my child pissed on the floor earlier. She did, yeah. <laughs> That's the part of motherhood that they, like, they really don't. Nobody tells you about. And honestly, like, if this only happens to me, um, lie to me. Lie to me and make up a story. I don't care. For all of my family that are listening, all of you, I don't care. Lie. Lie to me. So I feel better because I kid you not, this is not even the first time this has happened. This is at least the fourth. I'm not even joking. I went to take her diaper off to put her in the bath. And in the two seconds that I had the diaper off of her and was throwing it away to put her in the bathtub, she just peed. Nice. At least she was in the bathroom. Yeah. Again, not the first time it's happened. like that tiktok but if i had a nickel for every time that that happened and the worst part is, two nickels the worst part is this is not the first time that it's happened in this house and i've only lived here for like a month and a half yeah but she's like a baby I don't make excuses for her she's <laughs> a toddler don't make excuses for her i was mad and obviously like i'm not gonna like she isn't she's not potty trained she doesn't but i was mad because i took the, i mean it's valid she, to be mad but it's not her fault she couldn't have done it two seconds before two seconds before and just peed no. in the diaper that she was wearing she that was not to. an option or hell peed in the bath although that would be kind of gross i'm kind of glad she didn't do that yeah but it would have been but easier to clean up on my floor well yeah but then i'd be washing her with her own pee i don't want to do that either well you could just drain the water and then rerun the bath water what do you okay but why would she... you wash her in her own pee why would that be an option okay because if i don't know if i sit her in the bathtub and she pees do you genuinely think that i'm gonna know i don't know that's fair I guess. yeah so I, I guess i would rather her pee on my floor but i was still really annoyed it was still rude that is pretty rude i know i mean it's not polite but she doesn't know that it's not polite she should she's grown okay no, she's not. You're the you're the parent. In she's this my baby forever. You should teach her. You, you tell me. You know what? When you have a kid, when you have a kid, you tell me. When you have a child, I hope they piss on your floor at least once. <laughs> I'm sure they will. I'm sure they'll piss all over the place. And again, if this never happened to you, I don't want to hear it. Lie and make me feel better. <laughs> Look, last okay. night I'm I'm gonna be honest with you not yes last night i drank a whole bottle of wine on my own and i have not done that in literal years and i played croquet which i really think about that for i i spent my sunday drinking a whole bottle of wine and playing croquet best day of my life (laughs) you you spent your whole sunday doing white people shit yeah i did I did. That's okay. I'd do it again. There's nothing wrong with it. You are white people. You would white people shit. Honestly, though, croquet is really fun. 10 out of 10 would recommend. A uh, bunch of us played. It was great. Absolutely would recommend. Fantastic. Let the record Sunday show afternoon. that wine and croquet are not just for white people. It's a joke. They are great, though. It's a good combination. But yeah, no, we sat down for Easter dinner and I was like, uh, I don't know where I am. Whole family's, whole family's there, too. That's fun. It was great. I had a good time. I will not be drinking a whole bottle of wine again anytime soon, though. I got home and went immediately to sleep. I That's knocked fair. out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I had to. For sure. For my own safety, yeah. really. And the safety of everyone around me, honestly. Yeah. And maybe even my bank account. Uh, it was so good. It was a strawberry Moscato, too. 
Oh, it went down so I'm not big on strawberry. I had, um, like, the best Moscato I think I've ever had in my whole life the other night at, um, what's it called? Hello? Hello. What is it called? I don't know. I'll think of it later. But Uh. Legacy Hall in uh, Plano. It was, like, $15 a glass, so I only had one, but it was so good. It was so good. Yeah. All right. Spin me a web, weave me a story. Aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> I want that so, on a shirt. Uh, somebody make us a t-shirt. Yeah, I want that on a shirt. When we finally do release merch, and I'm putting it into the universe, we will. I that's. I want. I want what shaken and bacon, baby, and spin me a web, weave me a story. <laughs> on a t-shirt. That means you have to say it on the podcast, and I'm just gonna make you a t-shirt because you want it. I've said it now twice. That's fair. This is a this is the second episode that I've said this in. Also, I've got to oh. remind my aunt that it's not episode four that I shouted her out because we we already did that episode. It's episode five. Also, holy shit, we're on episode five. Yeah, but only two episodes have been edited and finished. But it's fine. It doesn't we're matter. There. It doesn't matter. We're we have enough content for five. Actively recording episode five, and that's pretty darn cool. We've been doing this for a few weeks. Pretty crazy. Pretty mm-hmm. pretty crazy. Okay, so let's uh, let's get into this. So the Chicago Tylenol murders. I'm going to start by uh, telling you who the victims were. So it was 12-year-old Mary Kellerman, 27-year-old Adam Janus, 25-year-old Stanley Janus, 19-year-old Teresa Janus, Damn. 31-year-old Mary McFarland, 35-year-old Paula Prince, and 27-year-old Mary Reiner. And yes, um, you did hear in the middle there that all three of those victims were from the same family. That's awful. Yeah. That's, um, I can't even imagine. It's horrible. And it was all like in the same day. I can't even imagine. That is terrible. Yeah. So basically what happened was they all took Tylenol that was laced with cyanide. Jesus. All right. So we're going back to 1982, which fun fact was 40 years ago, not 20. Yeah. <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we were alive for it, but it still somehow feels no, weird. No, it's still weird. Yeah. It's, it's still weird. very, very weird. Like, thinking about the fact that, like, 2000, like, the early 2000s is, like, 20 years ago, that hurts yeah. a little bit. Just means that we're 23 and 24. Yeah. About to be 24 and 25, baby! <laughs> no. It's fine. My brother so, will so, hit 30 before me anyway, so I'm good with it. Yeah, but I'll hit 30 before my brother, and I'm not good with that. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I'll hit 30 before you, so at least there's that. So, it's September 29th, 1982. Like, they all went and bought Tylenol, and they took Tylenol. And, unfortunately, they passed away from cyanide poisoning. Ugh. It's just, ugh. It's awful. And they never caught the guy that did it. We will get into all of it in this episode. So, that was September 29th. By October 1st, uh, 1982, tests quickly revealed that it was cyanide poisoning and people fucking lost their minds. I would. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. And the only reason they, like, found out that it was the Tylenol, really, mm-hmm. was because all three of those people died in the same family, like, on yeah. the same day. Yeah. They all realized, like, what they had in common was the Tylenol, and then they asked the other victims, and, like, it was Tylenol, yeah. And then that's when they started, like, testing the Tylenol, and they found the cyanide, and they were like, oh, shit. We have a fucking problem on our hands. And it was, like, instant chaos. Yeah. But Johnson & Johnson handled it very well. 
I'm going to commend them like highly because like my degree is in mass communication. So I spent a lot of time in college talking about like media ethics mm-hmm. and Johnson and Johnson handled this absolute catastrophe fairly well. I Honestly, will, uh, give them 10 out of 10. It's impressive that like something like this happened and people still use Tylenol actively. Like that in itself is impressive. Because Johnson and Johnson's PR team was born for this exact situation. They handled that shit like a pro. Jeez. Set the standard for what a company should do, in my opinion. I don't know if Johnson and Johnson is garbage somewhere else, but they handled this really well. So correct me in the comments. Anyways, okay, so that was uh September 29th, if mm-hmm. you're following the timeline. October 1st is whenever like they had the testing that revealed the poisoning. By October 5th, there was a nationwide recall on extra strength Tylenol capsules. Estimated 31 million bottles were in circulation at the time. Jeez. They recalled all of them. Like, Johnson yeah. Johnson said, yeet, took that shit back. Because they didn't know, like, where it came from, really. Yeah. Like, it was first, I mean, that was the first, what, like, six days, four days? So, did all of the murders happen in one city, or was it, like, widespread? All of those seven happened in one city, but there's, like, an unofficial one that happened in Wyoming. Okay. It's got something to do with the Unabomber. We'll get there. Okay. And yeah. then, so was it... Oh, God, correct me if it was it Chicago or am I just pulling that straight out of my ass? No, it's Chicago. Damn, I'm good. No, you, heard, you heard that at the top. You learned that on this podcast. Wow, look at me. <laughs> Shoo. I can't Shoo. remember things. My mind's not as bad as I thought it was. Yes, yeah, so there was a nationwide recall. Um, good. Those 30 million bottles that were in circulation were pulled back in. Gotta go. People were encouraged to stop taking any Tylenol products that contained acetaminophen, like, period, whether it be, like, I don't know, I guess Tylenol PM has acetaminophen yeah. in it, so they just, like, encouraged them to stop taking any Tylenol product that had acetaminophen in it because those were the pills that were tampered with. Yeah, that makes sense. And that was Tylenol saying that, like, yeah. stop taking our pills. They halted all the advertising um, and production on everything because they didn't know if it was coming from the plants. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to advertise to people to take Tylenol and then, like, yeah. more people die. So, like, they were like, skirt, pump the brakes, stop this car. Yeah, no, that's, no, ma'am. that's the absolute, like, that's the only option. Like, as a company, like, I feel like if something like this happens, like, you are obligated to, to say, like, please stop taking this pro- product until, like, we figure it out. Otherwise, like, you're just not good people. (laughs) Right. Let me see if I can find... I didn't write in my notes, but it's estimated $100 million recall. Yeah. Is what it was. Yeah. $100 million is, like, the estimated retail value. And that's in 1982, which today the equivalent is, like, $281 million in 2021. Jeez. That's a shit ton of money. That's... Woo, that's a pretty penny. That they just said, nope. And not only did they recall it, but they offered to um, swap out, like, if you had a bottle of Tylenol that you bought, Mm -hmm. they offered to swap it out with the, um, like, tablet forms. Okay. Because those can't be tampered with. Okay, word. So, like, not only did they eat it by, like, pulling it back and, like, recalling it, but they also ate it by, like, giving that out for free. Yeah. But it was a really good PR move because, like, it kind of reinstills your trust in, like, Tylenol, like, props to them for thinking of that because I would have never been like, yeah, let's give out our shit for free when we're in the hole. Yeah. Like, when we're already struggling. I just thought that was, like, an insane amount of money. That is Um, 100%. So, according to the BuzzFeed Unsolved Network, the bun, if you will, and we're gonna... Uh, police cars drove down the streets of Chicago and the surrounding areas to get rid of, like, all the Tylenol products. So, like, they drove down the streets and they had their, like, loudspeakers and they were like, do not take Tylenol. If you take Tylenol, you will die. 
Do not take Tylenol. <laughs> I mean, what a way to do it, honestly. It, did it. it worked. They drove the streets of Chicago, like, getting rid of that shit. According to Bun, uh, 10 million pills were tested, roughly 10 million pills. Uh, 50 of them Jeez. contained cyanide, and they were spread out across Jeez. eight bottles. According to Bun, also, um, five of the bottles belonged to the victims. Two were sent back in the recall, and one of them was still on the shelf. <sighs> like, one of them was like, somebody could have bought that. Yeah. That's scary. That's... Um, so where it gets kind of weird, for investigators at least, um, bottles were purchased from stores all over the city by the victims, mm-hmm. so like none of them bought them from the same place, and they even came from different manufacturing plants. One was in Texas and one was in Pennsylvania. Oh, God. Um, so that was pretty weird early on, because like, you're thinking like the cyanide was put in there at the plant. Yeah, well, it, my thoughts would be it either has to be put in there at the plant, or it has to be like somebody taking it from all one store and then putting it back that would be my thought well see i think that he bought them personally because mm-hmm. like the theory is posed that like maybe he stole them i personally think that he bought them mm-hmm. um or she it could have been a woman he or she bought them took them home because it has to be done within 48 hours we'll get there in just a second but mm-hmm. it has to be done pretty quick i guess we can get there right now as we get into some of the case info it had to be taken within 48 hours because otherwise it starts to break down like the capsule itself mm-hmm. and like then you're gonna notice that yeah it's like messed up so that means it had to be put in there and taken like purchased and taken within 48 hours before it was like a problem so i definitely think he bought them did it real fast and then returned them yeah because he doesn't want to risk like just me but i'm also like a true crime person i guess um Mm -hmm. i wouldn't want to like steal them and risk getting caught and like foiling my plans or even like if you do it at the distribution plant like there's no promise that you know within that 48 hours that somebody's gonna buy them well, if you do it at the distribution plant, it's not even shipped. Yeah. It make it. Just time-wise, it wouldn't... I don't even think that it would make it there in 48 hours. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty crazy. I think that, yeah, he bought them. I mean, I guess he could have stolen them and just got lucky that he, like, didn't get caught, but... I mean, it was the 80s, so I guess that's possible. <laughs> yeah. 80s was, like, the Wild West. They said that in BuzzFeed Unsolved. It was really their joke. But it's true. The 80s and, like, 70s and 80s are, like, the Wild West for crime oh for it's all sure. the same everything goes um so there were no fingerprints that of like recovered on any of the bottles there was one single cctv camera that like caught one single picture of this guy that's apparently supposed to be like the the prime suspect staring at one of the victims paula prince um while she was at the store like buying the tylenol but like i don't know one I mean, like, honestly, like, CCTV is not the most helpful thing, especially in the 80s. Yeah. And I'll post it on our website, like, with the episode or whatever, if you guys want to go see it. I don't know. It's awfully grainy. Maybe he is staring at her, but also, like, maybe he's not. It's just, it's too questionable to be a fact, like, that's the murderer staring at her. Like, also, I... (laughs) I mean, how often do we see, like, people staring at each other or even, like, men staring at women at grocery stores or... That's kind of what they do there. Like, I... It is 
100% plausible that, like, that person staring at her either was lost in their own time. Because, like, I do that all the time where I just blank blankly stare mm-hmm. forward and it looks like I'm staring at somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe he just found her attractive and was just staring. Like, honestly, there could be a hundred different reasons. Or, like, he's so far back, like, and I'm not good at, like, telling the distance between things. But I would say probably, like, okay, let me paint you a picture. She's, like checking out she's like in a checkout aisle thing Mm -hmm. looking at something and he's maybe like one two she's at the first one two three aisles back two Mm -hmm. to three aisles back so that's a pretty good distance he might not be looking looking at at her at all yeah Yeah. like he was looking at anything but it's just a bearded guy in the 80s so and the guy that was a suspect is like a bearded guy like they all had beards didn't they they all have beards now (laughs) The 80s was the decade for facial hair. Everybody knows that. Come on. I mean, facial hair and big hair, man. So it could have literally be anybody. Special shout out to the picture of my dad at the top of our stairs with the biggest curls you've ever seen and a full mustache. I love that energy. It was the 80s. (laughs) (laughs) So, special side note it said that cyanide is uh, said to smell like almonds. Yeah, so, it's supposed to taste, like, super bitter and, like, smell kind of like almonds. Yeah, so if uh, if you ever smell your food and it's, like, not supposed to have almonds in it, fucking don't drink that shit or eat it or whatever. <laughs> like, don't. It's cyanide. Throw that shit away. Better get rid of that shit, sister. Be paranoid. Um, it's cyanide. If it smells like almonds for no reason, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be honest, though. smell like almonds. I, and maybe I should start doing this more. I might have to start doing this more now. Um, but the amount of times that I smell something before I drink it, pretty minimal. Like, truly, truly okay, thinking about it. smell it as you're drinking it? I mean, like, I know you'd still get a little bit in, okay. in your mouth, probably. Yeah, if and, I'm like, actively drinking some. it and I'm smelling it, then, like, we're, it's too late, man. Okay, I'm actively you drinking it. the hospital it. and you could say, like, I think I have cyanide poisoning. Help me. <laughs> It's not 1982. It's not the Wild West anymore. You can, they, they can help you. <laughs> All I'm saying is, like, if I'm already at... What, you're just going to commit? You're just going to commit to dying? Maybe. <laughs> Possibly. No, I wouldn't. But I, I will be... I don't know that I would... I don't know that I would think about it all that much. I'm going to level with you. Okay, you're drinking... Let's think of something that... Regular milk does not smell like almonds. Not almond milk. We're just, just to clarify, we're not talking about almond milk. <laughs> I understand that almond milk is going to fucking smell like almonds. I get it. Regular <laughs> ass whole milk that I drink in my refrigerator. Yes, I drink whole milk. Do not come for me in the comments. I'm a 2% gal. We should be a 2% household, but we are not. Anyways, <laughs> your milk starts t- smelling like almonds and it's not supposed to. Fucking, you're going to want to go to the doctor is all that I'm saying. No, you make good points. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm saying that I'm dumb. if it tastes bitter, (laughs) get rid of it. Um, So, yeah, that's pretty much the case. Like, they never never figured out who did it. Uh, There's some suspects, though. We're going to get into them. Oh, yeah. Give me our lineup. So, we're going to start with Roger Arnold, who personally, I think, maybe did it but maybe not i don't know a lot of it's circumstantial let me just go through it so dude was running his mouth off at the bar about the of murders course. that makes sense just, yeah that sounds like, right 
saying some shit that just didn't set right with like the bar owner apparently and so he like reported him which is fair like seven people died i'm gonna be like hey this guy was doing some saying some shit like you should check him out see something say something yeah i'm gonna be honest with you i am not the person to admit that you committed a murder in front of hell Um, no i am a terrible liar um i will crack immediately all it would take is somebody looking at me <laughs> looking at me and being like so and i'd be like yeah you, you he did it yes, yes. he did it 100 yes. percent. i can tell you how this is what happened mm-hmm. yes confirmed did it my mom told me one time she was like if you ever do something absolutely horrible do not come to me i will call the police on you oh. and i was like girl i'm not gonna do anything horrible but i would also call the police on my children no yeah 100 percent. my hypothetical Look, children i love my daughter i do i do and i will always love her i'll continue to love her but if she murders somebody or seven people i'm turning her in yeah she's done will i feel bad out for sure (laughs) really though will i feel bad probably a little bit but i'm still gonna do it natural to feel guilty but at the same time it is the right thing to do like she killed seven people yeah i'm I'm, in this hypothetical i'm i'm still gonna i love her I love, I'll come visit her every day. But fuck that kid. But, but I'm turning her in. <laughs> Sorry, babe. So, uh, anyways, Roger Arnold's running his mouth off at the bar and the owner sees something, says something. Police get a warrant, search his house, and they find some shit out. Ooh. So, he worked at a jewel warehouse, and I didn't Google it, but Jewel, according to BuzzFeed, was like a convenience store. Okay. And this is like a warehouse for that convenience store. So, Arnold worked at a jewel warehouse with Mary Reiner, um, the last victim, Mm -hmm. worked there with her dad. Okay. There's not much more of a connection than that. Like, it didn't say that they had any beef or anything. It just said that, like, I don't know, he worked there with her dad. Which, I mean, it's not to say he didn't like the guy, I guess, or did like the guy, Mm -hmm. but just coincidental. Um, Adam... Janus, I looked this up on how to say it and I still can't like get it right. So Adam Janus, Janus, Janus sounds yes. right. Adam Janus purchased uh, his bottle from a jewel convenience store. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's he had access to the warehouse, he had access to the convenience store. Getting like, a little more than coincidental. Maybe. According to Bunn, according to the New York Times, Mary Reiner bought her Tylenol across the street from Arnold's wife's psychiatric hospital. Now, I don't know if that means that she was a nurse there or a patient. Okay. Word. But Mary Reiner was also, like, the guy whose, like, dad he worked with. Mm -hmm. And she bought her pills across the street from that hospital. Yeah. So that's kind of... Yeah. It's all circumstantial, but it all feels weird. Yeah, it definitely feels... Like, it makes sense. It could all just be a weird coincidence, but it it makes sense also. Because then I'm also like, if you've got beef with this guy and you want to kill his daughter, not to sound like a piece of shit, but, like, just uh, why take the risk of, like, killing seven other people by doing, like, the bottle thing when you could just go kill the daughter? Yeah, but I, I do think, like, you're relying on a lot of, you're leaving a lot to chance, yeah, like, like so much to chance. I, because like, what if she doesn't even buy Tylenol? Yeah, what if she's an Advil kind of girl? Yeah, like, or, or even like, what if she like just doesn't need it that day? Like, she's just like, whatever. Like, I don't need it. So like, I right. could see it being him, but I think. That, and how do you know she's gonna grab that bottle? Yeah, like that's my thing. Is like, I it seems like if you have a specific target i don't think this makes sense because there are too many things that 
could, I guess, quote unquote, go wrong. Right. For lack of a better term. If your end goal is to kill this one person. Yeah, like one specific person or like one specific group of people. Um, But they also found uh, how-to crime books. How-to crime. Like... Yep, how to cry. I wish exactly. What, I wish they uh, had Shane a. Bun. I wish they had a how to podcast book. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'd be reading it. I bet they do. I should look up like how to podcast for podcasting. For dummies. I was just about to say that. Where's the podcasting for dummies book? Somebody please write it. Mm-hmm. We need it. I bet it's out there. I just need to look for it. <laughs> um, how to? So crime. they found yeah how to crime books. Yep, chemistry equipment and a bag of powder, which turned out to be potassium carbonate, not potassium cyanide. I don't know the difference between the two, but it just felt weird. It seems like there's probably a big difference. All of our science people, please, please inform. Or just somebody that wants to Google that. I just knew that it wasn't going to make any sense to me because I don't science too well. He also wouldn't take a lie detector test, which. I mean, with a 2020 lens, 2020, what year is it? With a 2022 lens, uh, like, lie detector tests are garbage. I mean, truthfully, <laughs> I, so I don't blame it. I wouldn't take one either. Yeah, I like, wouldn't either. If somebody, but back then, they didn't think they were garbage. They, like, used them. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like, if somebody told me, like, hey, you have to take this lie detector, lie detector test. Um, lie detector test. I, I mean, I'd say no, honestly. Like, if I didn't have to, yeah, I'd say no. I'd decline. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you should always decline a lie detector test. If you learn nothing from, like, famous true crime podcasts, always decline that. They're bunk science. Always ask for a lawyer. Always decline a lie detector. Lie detector test. Jeez. Good lord. You'll get there. Um, words are, words um, are hard. So... While he was cleared of the Chicago Tylenol killings, he did, however, go on to murder John Stanisha in 1983. Oh, okay. So he's still yeah, a murderer. So, yeah. So apparently Arnold uh, had like a mental breakdown, I guess, from all the blip, 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 from all the publicity. Um it just like got to his head and he blamed the bar owner for like turning him in and like causing all these problems for him mm. so he blamed the bar owner uh marty sinclair mm. and he shot john stanisha because he mistook him oh, for marty sinclair that's unfortunate yeah so john stanisha was just at the bar and like had nothing to do with anything and like got shot and killed for no reason man i if I'm the bartender, or if I'm the the guy that owns the bar, I'd feel so damn guilty. Yeah, I'd but it's not. It's not his fault. It's only the murderer's fault, though. Yeah, no, it's one hundred percent not his fault. I personally would still feel really guilty. Yeah, for sure. Um. So yeah, Roger Arnold got was sentenced to thirty years in prison, but he did get out early on parole. <sighs> boo boo boo. So still a murderer. <laughs> Either way, still a murderer. No matter what, for sure. still a murderer. Yep. Mm-hmm. The next theory is uh, the Unabomber, Theodore J. Kaczynski. All right, lay it on me. And I'm, I'm going to say I think it was the Unabomber, personally. Okay. Word. Tell me why. It makes the most sense to me, because this man, number one, I don't know a whole lot about the Unabomber. I'm sure we'll do maybe an episode on it, or maybe not, because he's had his 15 minutes, and that's all that he gets. But, um... He apparently, like, according to Bun, 
he killed people with bombs that he mailed to them. Mm-hmm. And, like, using the U.S. Postal Service to commit a crime is a big fucking no-no. That's, a like, a felony. Yeah. That is a bigger deal than, like, the murder sometimes. Yeah, and I mean, like, also, like, if it seems like he would be the type that would do it just for the chaos and not for specific people. Yes. And, like, really, to me, it feels more like something that was done for the chaos of it. Yeah, that's what, I mean, personally, yeah. I don't, I don't think, I think it it's too hard to specifically target some like people with stuff like this i think it would have to be somebody Mm -hmm. that like just simply wanted to cause chaos and wreak havoc right so he was an illinois native he had family that still lived in the area and that's where the first bomb was found because he was living in chicago at the time of his first like bomb Mm -hmm. and this is where the unofficial uh eighth victim and the tylenol killings comes into play so according to bun (laughs) i just think it's so funny (laughs) It smells bun. <laughs> so according to Bun, uh, J. Adam Mitchell, this was two months before the Chicago Tylenol killings. He was the um, found dead after he took extra strength Tylenol in Wyoming. Um, mm-hmm. The only reason that they think this is linked to the Unabomber is because this city in Wyoming is on the way from Chicago to Kaczynski's cabin in Montana. Okay. So like it's in route. Mm-hmm. Route? 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 whatever (laughs) it's on the way there and when you think about it it's two months before Mm -hmm. and like you don't know that it's gonna work yeah it could be a test run like you don't how do you know that you can really buy the bottle get it there and like nobody notice Mm -hmm. like do all the things that you need to do to make this happen yeah i think it was a trial run yeah i mean that would make the most sense like i think yeah because you would want to like have a test i mean i'm not a murderer but i would assume you would want like a test run if you're going to do something like this well if you wanted to do it i mean he had 50 pills across eight bottles so if you wanted to do it on a larger scale than that which i think would involve more people personally but if you wanted to do it on a larger scale than that you would need to know that it's going to work and you would need to know how long it was going to take yeah no, I agree. Because if it really does only take 48 hours and you have to return them to all these different stores so a bunch of different people buy them, like, you would... I mean, you'd have to have more people involved. Yeah. But it was only 50 pills, so maybe he was just trying it out. 50 pills is still a lot, though. I mean, that's still a lot of people. Yeah, potentially. If you that's got all those pills to people. For sure. So, it's... He thought that he could, like, maybe prove that he had never owned cyanide, like at all point blank period and never owned it and he thought that that proof was in his personal belongings that were in possession of the state Mm -hmm. so the police come to him and they're like yo are you gonna submit a dna test like voluntarily if not we're gonna get a warrant and he was like yeah i'll submit my stuff voluntarily if you promise not to auction off all my stuff Mm -hmm. so what do you think they did they auctioned all his stuff oh they auctioned off all of his stuff it's all gone they like sold all his fucking (sighs) shit he did not voluntarily give a dna test gotcha (laughs) yeah i don't know he thought that he could prove that he'd never done it but i personally think that he did do it i think that his plan got foiled yeah because like i think his plan this is what i think really happened we'll get into the last guy but i really don't think that he's a suspect i think he's a guy that saw an opportunity and took it and then like reaped the percussions of that Mm -hmm. um Okay, so I think that whenever all three of the Januses died in the same house, mm-hmm. that's what threw his whole plan off. Because had they not, yeah, then I don't think that they would have noticed that it was the Tylenol. Yeah, like that—that that was the thing that I think like, it would have taken longer. Yeah, and more people would have died. Yeah, for sure. No, I agree for sure. And I think that that was like the one thing that like he couldn't have foreseen them all taking them. Yeah, and it took them only like a matter of days to like 
connect it and figure out that it was a cyanide like that those days that they were investigating so early on like potentially were the days that people were gonna buy the cyanide and take it yeah and then everything got recalled and it was this whole big thing and then you know obviously johnson and johnson well they're driving down the streets saying like don't fucking take this pill before they were even recalled like yeah nobody was taking it well and then at all johnson and johnson revamped their packaging completely so it was tamper proof too yeah you know and that it wasn't even just johnson and johnson it was like the food industry the drink industry yeah. like everybody was like okay like let's we're all gonna do this because that's fucked up yeah make sure it never happens again right but yeah that's why i think it was him because i think that like i think the reason that we don't know like why it happened is because like it was a gonna be a bigger attack yeah or like a bigger problem and then i think maybe afterwards he was gonna say like this is why i did it give me something mm-hmm. maybe not even give me anything just like say that he did it whatever and i think that it all got foiled and then he was like i'm gonna just scoot skedaddle away from here yeah <laughs> Goodbye. plus i mean like it's not uncommon for like murderers to use keeping information as like a way to continuously like cause trauma oh yeah so now we're gonna move on to james probably didn't do it but they definitely think he did it lewis <laughs> that's his full name um on his birth certificate on his birth certificate that's his legal name <laughs> james probably didn't do it but they definitely think he did it lewis so on october 6th this name, man really. saw an opportunity and he took it oh, <laughs> He wrote an extortion letter to Johnson and Johnson claiming that he would stop the killings if they wired one million dollars into a bank account. An idiot. He was like, I killed all these people. You send me a, you send a million dollars to this bank account and I will uh, never do it again. An idiot. But don't involve the police because if you involve the police, I'm going to make a couple phone calls and I'm better than you. And they're going to like <sighs> shut down everything you're trying to do. An absolute It was so nonce. stupid. Oh, it gets worse. So the bank account in question was not even his bank account. It was his wife's ex-boss's bank account. Interesting choice. Yeah, he picked it because he thought that his wife's ex-boss cheated her out of $511 in change. And he thought that if he put the bank account in there, that they'd have to like subpoena this guy's bank records or whatever. And they would expose this guy's like $511 theft is what he was thinking. So he wasn't thinking. No, he's, he's fucking petty. Is, okay. Okay. Um, his fingerprints were all over the letter. Oh. They picked his ass up in like two seconds. <laughs> I say two seconds. It took him a couple of months. They didn't find him until he was in... Uh, they found him in New York in December 19th, 1982. So there was like a little bit of a manhunt, but like they found him in two seconds. <laughs> I just like the audacity. Truly a moron. <laughs> a fucking idiot oh my there God. are some other things that were kind of weird he did go on to write a book called poison which apparently was a like completely fictional book about an unrelated water poisoning or something um and like a shit ton of people died in the book but it apparently had nothing to do with the point like the Tylenol killings i don't know i'm like dude that's a little too on the nose for, for someone that's like known for these things all for 500 bucks dude yeah. all of this and like apparently he bought like an amtrak him and his wife bought an amtrak plane because it's the theory has been posed that like hypothetically somebody could get on a plane or a train or an automobile and uh and, okay. drive th- through there do that real fast and then dip out and like never be seen again but you would have to have your own vehicle mm-hmm. to get around you can't take like the bus or whatever around chicago doing that because somebody would see you yeah 
in two days you bought all these Tylenols and you went to all these different stores and then you went back to those stores and was like returned it like the bus driver would see you yeah so they had to have their own car which James probably didn't do it but they definitely think he did it Lewis like didn't have a car didn't have access to a vehicle he did get an Amtrak train ticket with like his wife but that was at the beginning of September not at the end when this happened Mm -hmm. and the Sinai wouldn't have lasted that long yeah as we already know. So I just really don't think that he did it. I think that it's like coincidental that they had gone to Chicago recently. Yeah. Like, I just, I think he's an idiot that saw an opportunity or the possibility of an opportunity and thought he was going to take it. And like, I, I just failed miserably. Did he go to jail? Yeah, he did for extortion. Yeah. He went to prison. Was it worth it? <laughs> like, was it right. worth it? My guy. Was it? It wasn't. Also, you could have, I mean, you could have worn gloves. Yeah, so you're telling me. So you're telling me. And he didn't even get the $511. No, because why would he? So you're telling me that the same person that wrote an easily trackable extortion letter to a large company, fingerprints all over it, is the same guy that managed to stealthily pull off this catastrophic event with zero fingerprints and like nothing left behind you're telling me that's the same person i don't fucking buy it but he leaves his fingerprints on the extortion letter all over it yeah no i'm based on that alone no no this guy has one and a half brain cells to rub together (laughs) he did not he is not out here criminal masterminding it up no false and they did say that, like, in the Reddit post or whatever, I think, that I got stuck in, it said something about, like, some of the pills were, like, crappily done, and some of them, like, you couldn't tell the difference between them. Like, one, some of them you could tell, like, they were tampered with, mm-hmm. and the other way they couldn't. And somebody suggested that maybe, like, the tampered ones were a way of the killer, like, distancing himself from the killings. Like, if you can't tell that they're different looking, then that's on you for taking them. Mm-hmm. Kind of, like, mental distance. Okay. Or it suggested that, like, it was more than one person because they looked different. So, like, that would suggest that two different people are doing them or one or more persons is doing them. I don't know. I think it was one guy. I think that two can't keep a secret unless one of them is dead. This is Pretty Little Liars now. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I guess, well, who's to say one of them isn't dead, but. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, the Unabomber sounds the most plausible. Yeah. To me. I agree. I agree. It just, I mean, I think that it was done for the sole purpose of creating chaos. And I think eventually he would have, like, said, if it, if it had gone full scale like he had planned mm-hmm. with those 50 pills, like, I think that it... Yeah, it would have escalated. We would have had, like, a reason for it or something. Yeah. Well, that's really all that I've got for you today, dude. I think it was a Unabomber. Yeah, that just makes the most sense to me. Like, I don't think yeah the others really make any sense to me. But for them to sell all of his shit... <sighs> <laughs> yeah after he specifically said there's something in there that can prove my innocence whether it can prove his innocence or not because to me i'm thinking like it's gonna prove he's guilty yeah but you have nothing to reference or anything now that you sold all of it the fuck yeah i yeah that's its own issue Stupid. well that pretty much wraps it up today um thank you guys for listening we really appreciate you there's so many more of you than we thought there were gonna be and one in germany hello i know we love you. 
You can check us out on the social meds. Uh, your mom's a hoax on all the socials. So we've got the Twitter and the Instagram. We don't have Facebook yet, but if there's enough of you that like our podcast, we might do a Facebook discussion group. Could be fun. Could if be you're fun. Interested. Could be fun. We'll uh, play with the idea of that. Uh, you can check us out on your mom's a hoax pod where you can sign up for our newsletter. I haven't sent one out yet because it's just me and Brenna <laughs> and we know when the episodes come out, but you guys can stay tuned for like fun stuff and like when those bonus apps come out, you're going to want to be the first to know. So you better go to our website and sign up for our newsletter. Yes. And I promise it won't be annoying. It'll just be like when important stuff is happening. Yes. Anyways, um, and if you've got suggestions, you can reach us at your mom's a hoax pod on the Gmail. Yeah. And uh, anything else from you, my dude? Um, I don't think so. Um, thank the Lord for tamper-proof packaging. Um, and uh, don't let your child pee on your floor. All right, bye. Mm, bye.